You're listening to Team Talk on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Yes, it is Team Talk, ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Sam Houser, Scott Galetti with you here till 7 tonight. All right, so we teased before the break that we were going to talk about Sean Payton. I will give you the floor here first, Scott, because I think you and I want to go in two different directions with talking about Sean Payton, which is fine, which is good, because there's it, there, there's a lot to talk about with what's gonna with what his future holds. But I will give you the floor first. We're done on Sean Payton or or Dan Quinn. Well, it, it's all tied. I'm sorry, it's all tied in together. So Dan Quinn, yes. Well, start well, with Dan okay. Quinn. Okay, Dan Quinn. I think it's better for him. Just opportunity-wise, what they have, and yeah, you can make an argument the Cardinals have some pieces that you can work with, and they're a good team. I think the Broncos would be a perfect fit for Dan Quinn if he's going to go into the head coaching ranks. Uh, The Cardinals are a nice second. Uh, Sean Payton, on the other hand, I think if he's going to go back to coaching as long as the Saints allow the trade, quote-unquote, to happen... Uh, I would go to the best team possible because you don't want to go to a rebuild if you're Sean Payton. In fact, you don't want to go to a mediocre team if you're Sean Payton. You want to go to an established team because, in my opinion, at his level, he's earned that. It's, It's no different than a player going to another team wanting to win a championship. Coaches have the same aspiration. Well, you don't want to do that either necessarily if you're Dan Quinn. Like if it came down to if it if it came down to the Cardinals job or or staying as the Cowboys defensive coordinator, I think you're starting to get into some some really interesting territory here. It has been fascinating to follow as we've been going through the coaching stuff around the NFL that, you know, we're talking about Arizona as not particularly the, the most appealing place for these head coaches to go when you do still I mean I it, it was not it was a tumultuous season to say the least but when you do still have Kyler Murray and that speaks to just the whole situation in Arizona that people don't necessarily want to be a part of I mean Arizona gives coaches time they've had stability in the front office but you look at what's happening right now where Kingsbury's gone He's in Thailand. He's saying, don't talk to me. I'm not answering my phone. (laughs) Steve Kime, the GM, uh, stepped away for his own reasons. For Dan Quinn, if he's going to go back and and take another shot at being a head coach, you got to go to a really stable situation where, even if it doesn't necessarily work out, where at least a team has a plan. And I still think that that's there in Denver. As bad as this year was, I still think that they have... Of a vision of how to get the Broncos kind of back to being the Broncos, because the thing with with a, with a case like Dan Quinn, if you if you're going to go your second go around as a head coach and you're going into an un, an unstable situation, the one that I look at the one that I look at right now, Scott, is Tampa, where Todd Bowles gets his opportunity to be a head coach the year after the Bucks win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and the Bucks put all of their uh, put their whatever all their marbles in the basket I don't even know what the saying is but they they went all in on winning a Super Bowl with Tom Brady as quickly as possible and then and then it was kind of just like okay we'll figure it out from there so it, it's been kind of a double-edged sword there in Tampa where yeah T- Todd Bowles he 
we, we wanted to give him a do-over after being with the Jets. And it's kind of felt along the lines like, you know, this is more of the same from what we saw a guy just, you know, maybe not, you know, maybe being a head coach isn't for him. Dan Quinn, I mean, Dan Quinn was a fine head coach in Atlanta in this world of what have you done for me lately, whether, you know, it's, it's unfortunate and it's not particularly fair. I mean, I think he shook it as a defensive coordinator, but if he's going back into head coaching, you know it's going to be, well, the last uh, game Dan Quinn was a head coach for was 28-3. to So, I mean, you have to get off to a, you have to get on the right foot if you're Dan Quinn, which is, which is what I think the Cowboys were able to kind of talk him into staying with last year, and maybe they'll try that again. Because I do believe, and I think we all think you know Dan Quinn wants to be a head coach again, but if it came down to the Cardinals and staying with the Cowboys... That might be about the best shot the Cowboys have. Hmm. So you don't think Dan Quinn would be opting into going there to Arizona that it's Denver or bust? Because I I think Denver's a better opportunity, but you think he would say no if uh, Denver was the only opportunity? Now, having said that, if they offer him the job, is he going to take Denver? And I'm surprised that hasn't happened before we're talking about the Cardinals. Well, that's the other part of this is Denver is kind of playing. Denver's kind of playing a game of chicken with itself right now. They are because that's that's a great way to put it. Because they want they certainly want Dan Quinn, and it's a it's an attractive option for both parties. But Denver doesn't want to take itself out of the Sean Payton race either. Right. Well, there is that, and, you know, Peyton has one thing that Dan Quinn doesn't as a head coach, and that's a ring. But the further this, the, the further this drags out, you know, again, even in the world of, of what have you done for me lately, yeah, Sean, Sean Peyton does have that over a lot of coaches that are going to be trying to get in the mix right now. But in the world of what have you done for me lately, I mean, it wasn't necessarily the prettiest end in New Orleans either. There's a reason no. there's a reason why Sean Payton remember Sean Payton was not fired. Sean Payton did not quit. Sean Payton just said I need to step away and which is good, you know, which is good. I give anybody credit that when they're able to recognize that for their own well being. But also I, I mean things were just going in the wrong direction in New Orleans at the end there where Drew Brees is gone. Michael Thomas is still a headache. Uh, you know, there's some things that are starting to be in flux in New Orleans. Where I'm looking at this now with Sean Payton, as the further this drags along, this is where I get into you know the tease of is it worth the price of admission. The further this drags along, it <laughs> seems like reality is starting to set in of all of a sudden we have a chance to get Sean Payton. I mean, Sean Payton was coaching last year. It's not like you're getting you know somebody that's you know coming. It's not like somebody's coming back from the dead to to work for your team. Sean Payton was coaching. It's not the like Saints. he's been doing. Yeah, it's not like he's been doing network TV for the past five years. Right, or, or it's not like you know you get the ghost of Tom Landry to coach your team. Sean Payton was <laughs> coaching the Saints last year, and the further this drags along, I think it went from oh my gosh. We have a chance to get Sean Payton. I mean, who would have ever thought that this would even be a possibility? Think about it. We could get Sean Payton to be on to coach our team and blah 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 blah. And the further this drags along, the more teams start to think about what it's going to cost, 
What is it going to mean for our team? Is it really going to help? Is it going to be worth it? Because I, I still wouldn't be surprised if the Saints try to ask for two first-round picks. I mean, it seems like this point, one a one and something else is a given. Whatever that something else is, I do still think they're going to try to ask for two. But because you know, you know, go go for broke, and then you know, you start the negotiations from there. You always start the negotiation at a high point and go from there. So I think they're going to ask for two, and we'll see how teams react from that. But you start you give teams more time to start asking themselves the questions because think about it, you're going to make a trade for this person to come to your team. So you start to treat this like if you're going to make a trade for a player to come to your team. You think about this as a trade in the transaction and what you're getting out of it. Like like let, let's just let's make it let's make it a quarterback situation, you know, cuz coach and quarterback are the two most important people, the faces of the franchise. So let's just use quarterback as an example. We do the thing, you know, when it's time to pay the quarterback, is he better than Quarterback X, is he better than the average? Okay, how much better? Is he $40 million better? Or is it just, you know, we feel like we got to pay him because because we got to pay him and we don't really know what a better option is out there. That's where teams, are I think, are starting to weigh their options a little bit more now that the allure of, oh my goodness gracious, great balls of fire, we could get Sean Payton. Reality is working against Sean Payton at this point. Yeah, and that's a bad thing because there's a bunch of teams that want Sean Payton, but like he said, reality is working against him. He'll land somewhere as long as the Saints okay it, which is kind of a weird deal in itself where you're trading for a head coach. Well, he still still belongs to the Saints. No, I know. He belongs to the Saints, so that means he's getting paid, right? See, that... That I actually haven't been able to get a firm answer on. I've, I've reached, I haven't either. I, I was hoping you would have it because well, I didn't have I've a I've reached firm out answer. to a few people, and I haven't. It, it's, it seems to be. It's very odd how. 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 I don't know if maybe secretive is not the right place. Maybe we're just not looking in the right places, but how deep in the shadows that kind of is whether or not he's getting paid I mean it, I mean it's it's irrelevant from the standpoint of whether he's been getting paid or not I would assume because he's still under contract with the Saints but for the purposes of where is he going to coach next year he's still under contract with the Saints you know we also haven't considered the fact and maybe there were bridges that were burned along the way but we still haven't considered the fact that maybe he coaches the Saints I mean Dennis Allen I, I mean, it was a one-year sample size, and you got to give Dennis Allen time to figure out, to, to kind of get his stuff together. But Dennis Allen certainly didn't blow anybody out of the water either if 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 they worked it out to where he just comes back and coaches for the Saints again. Yeah, I don't know if Sean Payton were to come back. That that's a, yeah, And you do have to give him more than one year. As but it hasn't as even been coach. considered. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's. I mean, it hasn't. Even, we're, we're 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 talking about this as if it's a done deal that he's going to go coach somewhere else. I, I mean, I haven't heard anything that says that that he that that bridges are burned there and he would never come back to New Orleans. Yeah. So what's the? So again, what's the other coaches? Uh, does he just have a one year deal? Dennis Allen. Yeah. No, I mean you could fire him and then bring Sean Payton back. 
you'd have to fire yeah. Dennis Allen and yeah. and and you'd have to, you'd have to fire him and buy him out. But right. if if the Saints, if we get to a place which again I do think is a realistic possibility, if we get to a place where the Saints value Sean Payton more than other teams do, and the Saints don't like any of the offers that they're getting, or Sean Payton doesn't want to go to any of the places that are offering deals to the Saints, something we might have to consider. See, I'm looking at an article, Sam, that talks about him retiring in 2021. No, no, no. He he made he went out of it his says, way. Peyton's retirement came after a difficult 2021. No, 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 no. Sports, this is a sporting news story. He he went out of this, his way. This, this January when he did that presser to announce that he was going away, he made it a point of emphasis to make it clear that he was not retiring. He made sure that we did not use that word. So he did not well, retire. Somebody did on January 8th is when this story Well, they was didn't written, watch his press so. conference. So, you know, that's the, that's, well. that's, a, that's a personal problem. And, you know, maybe you should work on that because he made it clear that he was not retiring. Yeah. I didn't think he retired either, but, yeah, I thought he just, uh, like like you and I were talking about, stepped away. Well, yeah, because if he it, retired. It says in a story on January 8th uh, that uh, his retirement came after a tumultuous two, uh, 2021 season. I mean, as far as I know, if he retired, we wouldn't be having these conversations about no. you know what you'd have to do to trade to get him. Unless there was something in the contract where he comes out of retirement, maybe that's where... There's a trade. If he comes out of retirement, he can't go to another team or another, you know, uh, you know, uh, district, uh, district, divisional rival, whatever. Maybe, maybe that's uh, uh, that. That could be uh, a situation too, where he just can't come out of retirement and do whatever he wants since his contract is isn't up until 2024. Well, at the end of the day, he's not going to be the Cowboys coach, and the more I think about it, I think he's going to be back at Fox next year, which he honestly, he did a fine job. I mean, you know, relatively speaking to some other guys that have given it a try, he wasn't bad. I thought he was pretty good, actually. I, I got to hear him the last few weeks. I thought he was, uh, he, he was no, pretty he was solid. Fine. Yeah. Um, in fact, he was better than I thought he would be. Uh, so... Uh, you know, I would I would put him up there with with the guys that are doing that. The one thing that you just said, Sam, that kind of has me wondering. He said, "Well, one thing's for sure, he's not going to be with the Cowboys." Well, if everyone's calling for uh, Mike McCarthy's head, are you sure about that? Well, that's everybody else, and we know there's a big difference between everybody else and and what's going on in that building. Well, we know Jerry Jones wants to win, and. Regardless of how much he likes Mike McCarthy or anyone else, if he's not winning, Jerry Jones is the guy who can flip the switch at any time and say, you know what, I own this team, I'm changing coaches, I'm changing quarterbacks, we're getting 53 more players, I don't care, I own the Cowboys. Okay, let me go a little bit deeper then. Sean Payton will not be the Cowboys coach in 2023. If he goes back to Fox (laughs) and the Cowboys wet the bed again in the playoffs next year, then we can circle back to this and see if it feels any different. But he will not be the Cowboys coach in 2023. We can at least put it in there. And then if he needs to be the coach next year, guess what? Jerry Jones will trade his entire team to bring him in. 
It's Team Talk 101.7 The Team. That's Scott Galetti, limited fake Jerry Jones, join the show as well. <laughs> I'm Sam Hauser. Appreciate you hanging out with us as always. Be right back. One more segment to go here at Team Talk.